checklist three years ago. At two zeros to the one, I'm in a different mode. It's my life, do what I want, I be with different hoes. You know the pick and roll, I picked her up and sent her home. Welcome back, everybody, to another Fourth Inches podcast. We are recording here on a Friday night of Week Five NFL action, uh, coming at you. Um, we just recorded our interesting trade podcast. I know we had a few juicy, crazy trades that went on between Nate and his personal friends, personal acquaintances. <laughs> um, so, if you guys are interested in hearing some of those uh, trades and those some of those breakdowns uh, from between them, and then also my takes on them. Check that podcast out. Um, that should have been out a little bit before this one. Um, but now we're going to break down some of these week five matchups. Uh, it's just me and Nate now. Jerome had to take off. He had to go to a tap dance lesson. Uh, so what's up, Nate? How you doing? What's going on, everybody? Excited to be here. My team is clearly number one. We all think that. We all know that. We all have nightmares about Madden's legends. Let's just uh, let's just be real for a moment. Uh, you guys do not want to play me. So, uh, yeah, with that, we're going to jump into the Week 5 matchup. Zach, start it off for us. All right, so we'll jump into the uh, biggest blowout of the week here. Uh, coming in, we got Rubba Chub Chub uh, sitting at ninth place, 2-2, two and two, taking on the Pack Slap, also known as the Pack Poopy Eaters because we all know they suck. Um, the biggest boom-bust team in the whole slate here is the Pack Slap um, you know, Tyreek Hill is is a boom-bust player, and uh, that's just funny for me to say, and I'm going to keep saying it. Um, uh, but I do well take myself. Uh, right now we have Pack Slap favored here by about five points, 161 to about 166, or 156, sorry. Uh, so this is a toss-up here according to the projections, uh, and I don't really agree with all these, you know, um, it's going to come down to, once again, Pat Mahomes and Tyree Kill for the pack slap side. Can they combine for 100 points every week? No, they're not. Um, and then as a, on my team, are my wide receivers finally going to get their heads out of their asses and finally catch some touchdowns because that's my biggest hindrance right now. My running backs have been fine, but Allen Robinson, boy, oh, boy, he has looked like a big turd out there, just slipping and sliding around, not catching balls. And then now we have Justin Fields starting who – We've seen him struggle so far, and I think last week in their win, he completed about 12 passes. Uh, just for reference, Robert Woods last night caught 12 catches by himself. Um, so that's not good, and I don't like Allen Robinson. I might even bench him. Um, but you have any takes on this matchup, mate? So, uh, unfortunately, Zach, I will have to take pack slap. I think uh, uh, Chiefs are, are catching firemen. Although they do play Buffalo's defense, I still think both come out and perform very well. Hopkins is, uh, you know, off to a little bit of a, a slower start given his ADP, but I think he will find himself. He and uh, Kyler Murray will link up with a lot of receptions, and um, I think the rest of his team will lead him to enough points to just barely get the edge off. Yeah, I think he takes you by eight here. The reason I'm saying that is, is man, the as you said, your your downfall is your wide receiver core. I just don't trust anyone on Pittsburgh's team right now with Big Ben, man. I don't know when they're going to bring his replacement in. I don't know when his replacement, if, if he's going to even do anything at all. So it's just a huge question mark. And Allen Robinson obviously hasn't done anything this year. Um, no reason for me to think that he will do anything with his uh, matchup against the Raiders. Uh, Chubb splitting heavy carries with uh, uh, Kareem Hunt, so I think he's hindered by that. 
and um, you know Darren Waller have a good game. But ultimately, I think what it comes down to is uh, uh, that quarterback spot for Pegslap. I think that'll put him ahead. But real quick question for you: We'll move on. Uh, have you ever thought about moving Trevor Lawrence in, or is that still far down the road? I'm gonna wait until he heats up. Uh, Sam Donald's really hot right now. Carolina looks really good. Uh, they're going against Philadelphia, who has given up a lot of points, and Joe Burrow has been really good and he's going up against a terrible defense this week we all know them as the Packers uh so that's going to be a high scoring game I think and he's got T Higgins coming back this week uh Jamar Chase has been great for him and their offensive line has actually played really well I think I heard a stat today that only one sack in the past two weeks for Joe Burrow that's that's great to hear uh and when it comes to Trevor Lawrence you know his coach is grinding on 16 year olds at the bars and you know, we don't want to put him in play, you know, not not until he starts throwing those uh, consistent three, four touchdown weeks, uh, 300 yards. Um, but I'm still going to stash him, uh, maybe use him as a trade piece later, but we'll see. That's good. Good stash. Let's move on to the next matchup. All right. Next matchup, uh, we're going to jump into yours, actually. So Madden's Legends, uh, the most stacked team in the league right now, taking on King Savage, who arguably has a really good team. Um, but this is a no-brainer for me. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, do we do we even want to waste time doing this matchup? I mean, we, we already know the winner, so should, really, should we move on? Or? Nate might lose this week, folks, and it's going to come down to the health of his running backs. Uh, we all know he has the first overall and the second overall running backs now, Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has been downgraded to doubtful, even though he came out and in one of his interviews and said he is all good to go. Uh, they're still listing him as doubtful here. That scares me. Uh, we all know hamstrings are tough to recover from. And then Dalvin Cook, also with a similar injury, he's just questionable. We saw him play last week. He had six catches, so it, it didn't kill you. Um, but as long as as long as he plays, he'll be fine because they're playing Minnesota. Or sorry, Minnesota's playing Detroit, and Detroit sucks. So that's going to be that. That's all my uh, my take on that. And on the other side, King Savage, will Matt Ryan keep playing well? And then Mac Jones against Houston should be a, a good start for his um, his quarterbacks. But he has a stacked wide receiver core and arguably two of the best running backs as well with Alvin Kamara and Najee Harris. Uh, volume kings this year. I know Kamara hasn't done much with that, but he's seeing record carry counts of 20 up in the mid-20s, which is unreal for Alvin Kamara. So, And then Najee Harris has been getting targeted out of the backfield because, once again, Ben can't throw the ball farther than nine feet. So uh, Najee Harris has been getting a lot of targets. And so... It, it's going to come down to your your healthier running backs, Nate. If if you can start those two guys, you'll be fine and you'll blow this out, uh, and you'll you'll probably score 180 points, not the 146 it has yet. Um, but I, depending on if your running backs don't play, I'm gonna have to go with King Savage. So I was joking about what I said. This week uh, will be a blowout, but not in my favor. I think King Savage takes this game. Uh, I don't even know why Christian McCaffrey is ruled doubtful. I mean, I have it pulled up here. Um, uh, he's going to uh, health wise on Saturday. He's going to do a couple things, but uh, was not going to play any games with the injury status. So I don't even know why they have him is, is doubtful. He's just, he's out flat out. He's not going to play. Um, as far as Dalvin cook goes, he will play. He's considered active, but however, he's going to maintain 50, 50 uh, timeshare with uh, Madison there. So even if he plays, man, he, he's going to score like 13 points max. So, um, with that said, I'm looking at Dalvin Cook, and uh, most likely I'm going to swap in uh, probably, let's see, against Minnesota or Kansas City Chiefs. I'll probably, uh, I'll probably put in Williams there. So that's looking like a very uh, weak running back. 
Um, and again, I downgraded the the running back. Um, Jackson plays uh, the Colts this week. I don't think he's going to score too many points. And then you look at Derek Carr is playing the Bears, which is a very, very uh, reputable uh, defense there. So um, I, I honestly take King Savage by 30 points. So I will give him the win. We'll move on to the next one. All right. Uh, next up, we're going to have Dan's mother taking on Saquon D's Nuts, uh, who made a dumb trade earlier this week. We already talked about that on the last episode. Uh, sorry, Saquon, Daniel Jones is not going to carry you to a championship, just like he's not going to carry New York Giants anywhere anytime soon. Um, we already had a lot of players playing this matchup, so this is kind of fun to talk about. Uh, Dan's mom was on the uh, better end of that. He had DK Metcalf, who caught two touchdowns. Uh, one from your boy Gino, Gino Smith, who actually looked really well uh, coming in for the hobbled, broken-fingered Russell Wilson. And then Cooper Cup. He had seven catches for 92 yards, but it was a Robbie, uh, Robert Woods night, and we already talked about him on the last podcast a little bit, but uh, it's crazy how Robert Woods can catch 100, 150 receiving yards, uh, 12 catches, and then Cooper Cup can still have almost 100 yards uh, with no touchdowns. I know one of the touchdowns went to Tyler Higby, and then uh, Daryl Henderson rushed one in, and then Sony Michelle rushed another one in, so... It just it sucks that Cooper Cup wasn't on the receiving end of those touchdowns, but he'll be just fine. And 16 points is nothing to uh, to be upset about. On the other side, uh, Tyler Lockett unfortunately had that one touchdown get called back. I had him in a DFS lineup. I would have made a boatload of money if he would have caught that touchdown, but it got called back for holding, unfortunately. But still ended up with five for 57 yards. And Daryl Henderson, who's been sneaky good this year, 82 yards, a rushing touchdown, and then uh, 17 receiving yards on top of that. Uh, so right now, just based on the players that have played, it's this is an easy dance bomb for me. Um, he's gonna he's gonna wipe the floor with Saquon these nuts. So I'll say this, and I'll continue to say it for the end of the year. I'm probably gonna have Dance Mom as a favorite uh, for the remainder of the season. He is the scariest team I think uh, in this league. Second, I do think Pack Slap. However, uh, the reason I'm saying this, man, I mean he is just dominant on running back. I think uh, Knox is the real deal. I mean, you look at his past games, the biggest thing, um, he's putting up no, uh, numbers. He's seeing a, a, an increase in volume for the amount of targets he's getting. Um, he's building that chemistry with uh, with Allen there. So uh, Cooper Cup, no doubt, one of the best wide receivers in the league. He still has Jefferson, Metcalf. I mean, this guy just doesn't have a weak spot. Trey Lance is, is finally named the starter for this week um yeah, it's just it's dan's mom is living in paradise he's uh he's at a beach he's uh sipping on a pina colada and uh he looked at his phone he saw the trades he goes eh, eh it's not a big deal i still got the win so he is just fine he will beat saquon i hate to see it for saquon because like i said he's got a good team he will put up 150 points this week but unfortunately, just getting the uh, the shortest draw on this uh, this playout, he will uh, come up short and unfortunately fall to one and four. That's a shame. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, Trey Lance this week. You know, he scored 20 points in in one half of football last last week, and uh, Arizona is not. You know, they've had a decent defense, but it's kind of hot or cold. So we'll see how they do against San Francisco. Uh, expect him to make some mistakes, but I think he'll be fine uh, just with his rushing upside. So, yeah, his team is so scary. Jalen Hurts was a guy I drafted in a few other places and uh, actually in our other league, Nate. And, um, yeah, Jalen Hurts has been great. He's the running back or the quarterback three on the year or two or something like that. He He's unreal. Um, I think he's behind Kyler Murray and Pat Mahomes right now. But 
Jalen Hurts was one of those guys that he got late, and it was paying off. So, uh, yeah, his wide receivers are terrifying. Um, do you want to take the lead on this next one? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So we'll, we'll hop in. We'll go ahead and uh, analyze Goon Squad versus G-Money. Goon Squad is in first place. He's projected 164 points versus G-Money at 158. So uh, G-Money is known for uh, having one of the better teams. He is uh, starting Alex Collins this week, which we saw on Thursday, get 9.2 points. Um, and, and to our surprise, A.J. Green is putting up big numbers now that, uh, what, wide receiver two at, uh, for, the, for the Cardinals? Yeah, right now. Um, so uh, looking at this, I think uh, Heineke plays the Saints. That's going to be a little bit of a tougher matchup. Keenan Allen just hasn't been finding his, uh, his rhythm. A.J. Uh, AJ Brown coming off injury. Um, and Piran uh, coming and placing for uh, Joe Mixon. I, uh, I ultimately, I think, uh, let's see, looking at this, Prescott, A.J. Green. I am going to say uh, Goon Squad. I'm going to have to agree with the projections. I think Debo Sandals has a big week. I think Josh Allen, of course, goes off. Eckler's having a big game. Uh, just too many weapons. I think we are going to see a rebound off Keenan Allen, and uh, I think that's going to be enough to pull the victory against G-Money. What do you think? You know, this could this could really take a drastic turn here for Goon Squad. He's He's been getting breaks in his favor all season long, and I think this is when it uh, comes to a halt here. Uh, I'm going to take G-Money, and here's the reason why. I'm going to take... Dak Prescott and Justin Herbert uh, over Taylor Heineke and Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen's going to score a lot of points. There's no, no no question there. But Taylor Heineke, he, he's been too good, let's just say, for a backup uh, quarterback. Against New Orleans, New Orleans has not been bad on defense. Um, they are going to be just fine. And I think they're going to have a, have a game plan here to shut down Taylor Heineke. And I think he'll start to make some mistakes this week. He's been slinging the ball. He's been looking good. But I think this is the week for him to uh, kind of regress a little bit. And when it comes to uh, Goon Squad's wide receivers, we have A.J. Brown coming off of injury. He, he did not look good at all before the injury. So what's to say he's going to start looking good after he's injured and now coming back, you know? And I know it's against Jacksonville, so it's going to be – if it's going to be this week – you know, if it's going to be a week, it'll be this week. Uh, but I, I just have a feeling it's going to be Der- it's going to be a Derrick Henry show, and you're not going to see AJ Brown that much. Uh, and then Samaje P. Ryan, I, I there's still a chance that Joe Mixon plays for Cincinnati. So Samaje P. Ryan for me is not would not be in my lineup. Kenneth Gainwell for Philadelphia, who's on his bench, has looked great. So and, and JD McKissick has looked fine too. So. I, I would play both of those guys over Samaj P. Ryan. There's just there, there's no upside for P. Ryan. The Bengals came out earlier this week and said that since Joe Mixon's limited, they're going to go to a, a, a committee approach with who they have left. So why are you going to – no, it, it's not going to be good. I know Green Bay has a terrible run defense, but it, it's Samaj P. Ryan, man. Like Joe Burrow is going to be handling the, the points for this game. So I'm going to have to go with G Money here, a little upset my upset pick of the week all right fair enough uh moving on karen's crew uh 165 versus muffalo wings this will be a very interesting matchup uh as far as uh matthew stafford goes he did score 22 again all up to interpretation what you consider boom or bust but given his stats i consider this a bust week giving karen's crew i think a slight edge um i think uh i think his team's gonna blow up this week he's got aaron Rodgers, devonta adams playing cincy 
I know we have some juicy bets going on uh, with uh, yeah, we'll get into you know, that. We'll get into that. We'll talk about it. But uh, Mike Evans, I think, has an up week against Miami. Um, uh, Kareem Hunt again, another big outing. Kelsey uh, again, a team that's respectable has a couple weapons that I think are all going to come through this week. Um, on the other side, we have uh, Matthew Stafford, which has had 22 points. Aaron Jones, I think, will have a good outing. I don't think it's going to be an Aaron Jones night, though. Clyde Solaire, he'll he'll put up his his measly 15. Kyle Pitts, I don't know why I don't even know why he's projected as many points as he has. 14 points, like has that dude even scored 14 all season? He scored 12. So why would he why would he have a breakout game versus the New York Jets, which is has given up the 25th most points to tight ends? I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. Um, Jared Goff, he's a bum. Um, that guy's kind of like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Any excuse he can find to get out the field, you know, he's doing it. He's a wuss, crybaby. Uh, he's taking the L there. Um, but but yeah, just not enough explosive players to match up against Karen's crew. Um, so I'm gonna have to take Karen's crew, and I think he wins by 17 points. You know, as much as I should talk Karen's crew, I think he'll have a good week this week, and I think he'll top Buffalo Wings. And it's going to come down to to missing Calvin Ridley here. That's going to that's a bummer. Um, you never want to see that. Uh, he's not traveling to London this week to play with uh, Atlanta. They said for a personal reason. Uh, so that's that's sad to see. Uh, I wanted to see a Ridley breakout this week against the terrible Jets team. And but when it comes down to it, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. I already mentioned uh, the Cincinnati game being a, being a big scoring game. Uh, I've got a lot of a lot of pieces in my DFS lineups uh, with these guys and the Bengals, so I'm, I'm excited for that game. Uh, but you know, if if Karen's crew is to go down, it's going to be with Mike Evans and Mike Davis. The Mikes here might not do well. Uh, I think my, it might be a Godwin week for Tampa Bay, and then Mike Davis hasn't done jack diddly poop yet so far this year. It has been all Cordero Patterson just lighten up the field and it's fun to watch and it's sad to see because i wanted kyle pitts and calvin Ridley to be good but it's cordero patterson and so with that i will have to go with karen's crew still just because i think that mike evans and mike davis will put up enough points to suffice but it's gonna it's gonna come down to those two guys for me if muffalo wings has a chance all right, fair. Um, last matchup of the week, we do have Charleston Storm and uh, the Chili Peckers. So I think Charleston Storm will find his much-needed break. I think uh, another reason that this trade was good, it's an easier matchup, no offense, Jason, but uh, it gives Joe Mixon the chance to get back to full strength. Um, he has projected 165 points with the players that have already played. Well, I say players, I mean Robert Woods, which scored 31, 33 points. Um, going against uh, uh, Jason, which just has 12 points. So he's got a 69% chance to win. Uh, the odds are in his favor. Um, but, uh, yeah, looking at his team, uh, as we mentioned, Zach Wilson, he'll be just fine again against At- uh, Atlanta Falcons defense. Kyler Murray, I project going off against San Fran, putting up about 37 points. Uh, and then um, I, I think his surrounding crew, Hubbard, obviously what we said about uh, McCaffrey being doubtful, uh, a.k.a. out, um, I think he's going to put up uh, decent numbers. I think uh, Mark Andrews is going to have 100 receiving yards. So I, I think he's got enough weapons there. He, he's going to slide the easy victory by um, the Chili Peckers, and I'd say win by about 25 points. What do you think, Zach? Yeah, I like Charleston Storm this week. Uh, the addition of Kyler Murray, as we've already talked about, is good. Um, 
He need, he just needs some help from his running backs. Uh, he's got Michael Carter, the rookie, in here, and Chupa Hubbard, the rookie. So he's got a couple rookie running backs. Chupa Hubbard will see some work as long as McCaffrey misses. And then Michael Carter, he's been seeing an increased workload there uh, in New York. And they're playing against an abysmal Atlanta um, defense. So we just saw J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson both do decent on them last week. So what's not to say that Michael Carter is going to at least run in for a touchdown? Um, as long as those two running backs can at least put up some decent numbers, maybe hit their projections, then I don't see how Charleston Storm loses. But if he is going to lose, it's going to be on those guys, and it's going to be Chili Peckers needing a big, big week from Mike Williams. Or sorry, that's Max Williams. Uh, Max Williams, spot start there for the tight end. Uh, but it's going to be between uh, Adam Thielen and Brandon Cooks. Uh, I think Brandon Cooks already hit his ceiling this year, so it's kind of scary against New England. And then Adam Thielen had a down week last week, but I think he'll catch a touchdown this week against Detroit. Um, so with that, that's how Chili Peckers is going to make the comeback, if you will. But I think Charleston Storm is going to take this down and go to go to two and three. So let's just take a recap there. There is uh, one team. It is uh, Charleston Storm Chili Peckers that we said uh, both are one and three. We both project uh, Charleston Storm will win. That puts uh, Chili Peckers at one and four. I mean, at this point, is it too early to say Chili Peckers is out of the competition or is there still much time? You know, I said this on the last episode. Uh, actually, I guess that's two episodes now. Uh, the Chili Peckers, when they made that trade and they traded away their a better running back and a better wide receiver, and he downgraded both positions, he's basically playing his flag there for 12th place. Uh, it's sad to see. You know, I like the competition that Jason brings every year. Um, but if he's going to win more games this year, he's going to need um, a little bit better running back core and maybe some younger wide receivers because Brandon Cooks, Adam Thielen, I think combined for about 71 years. So that's never good for your running back or your wide receivers. And yeah, I don't think Cordero Patterson's going to stay hot as he's been. But man, Russell Wilson, this, this looks like a Nate team right here. These are some old, <laughs> old busteds. Man. Is Frank Gore still on the roster? Uh, he's got the he's got the bench space for it, but man, Tom Brady between Tom Brady, uh, Cordell Patterson, Adam Thielen, and Brandon Cooks, I think those guys. Oh my gosh, those guys are all over thirty years old. I think, and then Tom Brady's almost. Is he sixty yet? Or I can't remember. So uh, I will say this: I think uh, going to one and four. Um, I would say he needs to make trades, but, man, there's just nothing left on that lineup that's worth anything to get value from. So I think Jason's only chance is going to be uh, free agency. With that said, he does have 81 fab dollars, which is plenty of enough to still get some good pickups. But I think it's going to take a uh, an, an ACL tear from running back that, that gets uh, Zach's favorite word, monstrophilous amounts of carries. Um for this to be uh, able to turn around um, and with that said I would advise Jason if this situation does arise to put all $81 on that running back because he needs it uh, high risk all uh, reward at this point so um, that's a move he's going to have to make but with that said we'll transition into uh, what the group chat is talking about What uh, break down this trade for us Zach what do we got well, one second, I'm going to add. Not trade, sorry, this uh, this matchup. Uh, yeah, yeah. One second, I'll, I'll get into that in just a second, but I don't know why Jason has not tried to trade away Cordell Patterson. Um, this is a guy who 
has been outrageous this this uh, year so far. I think he's the running back three. Um, so he's only behind, I think, Derrick Henry. Uh, I can't even remember who's number two. But Cordell Patterson's not going to keep this up. We've already mentioned Atlanta's not a good team. Calvin Ridley has not been involved like he's going to be. Kyle Pitts is still getting his feet under him. So why not trade Cordell Patterson? Go go out and get somebody like, you know, the Chris Carson who's injured. Or go get uh, – oh, shoot, he could have went and got Dalvin Cook. You know what I mean? Like for as little as you paid for Dalvin Cook. Good, good grief. Um, so th- that's a guy that I would have already traded. Brandon Cook, same thing. Brandon Cook's peaked. You know, he had these great two weeks. And those are the guys you have to kind of see – as sell highs and you have to unload them and he unloaded the wrong two guys and he received older guys and that's that's not good Um, well that that's just it it's again i'll say it over and over again situational awareness so um again that's what makes a good coach uh you know uh the new john madden is uh understanding these players worth understanding their outcome on the year and taking advantage of selling them uh selling them high and buying low so absolutely i second that opinion but to bring up what you mentioned uh yeah we've got some juicy heated talks here in the in the group chat and it comes down to whether or not tyree kill is boom or bust and we've already established that tyree kill is a boom or bust wide receiver so stop with your nonsense all right and he's putting his money where his mouth is because I'm playing, okay, so this comes down to me and Pack Slap, all right? A little, a little slappity Pack Slap, you know? He wants, to get, he wants to catch it not only in the fantasy world, but he wants to catch it in real football world too, all right? So he thinks, I don't even know how this came up. Oh, because he said Joe Burrow sucked, I think. He said Joe Burrow is, is terrible. And I said, why do you think that? I think he scored more points than Aaron Rodgers this year. Like, what's your point? And I don't even know how it came up. I know that I was in I was in some heated arguments with um, who who got uh, who got Dawson Knox was that Dan's mom was that Jake that was Dan's mom it was Jake so by the way by the way for the record Jake is a very sarcastic person so I think it's funny when he's like I demand a poll revote he just likes stirring shit up that's the way Jake is he's a funny dude he's uh, quite the journal editor but sorry go ahead. No, I, I, I love the banter. It's, it's good fun, for sure. Um, but Pack Slap took a little offense to, uh, to me shit and talking to Packers here, saying that they're terrible because they're not that great. Uh, they've beaten some bad teams, and they got demolished by the Saints, who look like a college franchise. They look terrible. So I went ahead and said, you know, let's put some money on this Bengals game because I've already mentioned it a bunch of times. Uh, I like the Bengals this week, and I have a lot of their – their players in DFS, and I think it's going to be a really high-scoring game. But I thought this line, this line's very close. And I know me and me and you were talking about it earlier this week. Is man, how do you not bet for the Packers? Because Packers by three—that seems outrageous against Cincinnati, who historically, recent history has been terrible, and last year was terrible. But man, Joey B, like we've already talked about it, Joey B's been coming out slinging it. He looks great. Uh, Jamar Chase has blossomed much quicker than anybody thought he would. So what's not to say this team has a chance? The Packers are missing uh, Tredavious White. Um, That's their only good defensive player, I think. So this defense is not good. The Bengals' defense is not good. Like, So what's not to say this is going to be a big shootout, a big back-and-forth battle between the young and the old gym teacher that is uh, Aaron Rodgers. And so I... 
you know, I'm, I'm trying to get uh, trying to get Paxlap a little little heated here. I can tell he's red in the face. He's been watching Bruce Arians on the sideline because that's what it seems like to me. So we went ahead and put twenty five dollars down here on this Packers Bengals game. Um, I'll can, take, I, can I match that right now? Will you put another twenty five with me on it? No, I, I didn't even want to put twenty five. I just wanted ten. This is the Bungles, the Cincinnati Bungles. All right, we I shouldn't be putting any money on this team in the first place, uh, but. Your boy Paxlap wants to catch some catch some shade. So if I do win this bet somehow miraculously, it's gonna it's gonna feel really really good. So that's all I'm going off of. If he wins this bet, is it gonna feel really good for him? No, not at all because he picked the favorite. This is an easy win for him. But man, if I can catch this win, um, that would be fantastic. And and while we're on the subject, the the line right now is Packers by three. All right, Packers minus three. All right, so how many points do they have to win by, Nate, in order for him to win this bet? So they have to win by four. Um, I know he said he read that wrong, but they do have to win by four. Thank you. I think, uh, I think they'll do it, though. The reason I say that is because uh, Joey B., although he is very, uh, very athletic, uh, quite the athlete, I think um, he will make a couple mistakes. I don't care who's out there on the field. It's going to be one dumb pass. It's going to be some weird fumble of a guy blitzing him in his arm as he's throwing the ball. He will have a fumble. He will have a turnover. And I think Aaron Rodgers, uh, I, I predict only about one punt this game. He's going to be on fire. He's going to come out there on a mission with Devonte Adams, and uh, I just don't think the Bengals have what it takes to stop Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams defensively. And like I, like I said, I think that uh, one to two turnover uh, prediction with the uh, that the Packers will have on Joe Burrow is enough to put them up by, uh, I think they win by 14. All right. Well, you can put your money on that elsewhere because I maxed out on that game. I'm putting a lot of money on DFS, putting a lot of money uh, with, with your brother, and uh, he wants it. And that's fine. But um, either way, I'm going to whoop his ass in fantasy this week. So it'd be great to whoop his ass in not only fantasy but real football. But, man, uh, are there any other, while we're on, like, these betting lines and NFL matchups, any other games that you want to talk about? So um, I think a couple interesting ones. Um, I I don't know why the line is so close. Uh, Chargers, Browns. Uh, Chargers have been hot. Um, um Justin Herbert's been finding his rhythm. This is uh, one of the more high-powered offenses going against the Browns, and they're at home. The Browns, uh, um, Baker Mayfield dealing with that torn uh, labrum. I I just don't think, I mean, I I understand they have a a defensive presence, but I I don't see how they don't win by by at least a touchdown in this matchup. I mean, do you agree with that? I mean, you're a Browns fan, so from a non-biased standpoint, can you you see that? Uh, The Chargers have been good on defense. But, man, this offensive line and running back combo that the Browns have is is tough to beat. Um, we saw them compete with the Chiefs, no big deal. I know the Chargers ended up beating the Chiefs, like, the next week, so that's not really a good comparison. But I think this is going to be a close game, and I think it'll be much lower scoring. Uh, I would take the under here, the 47. I would take the under. Uh, but when it comes to the spread, that's tough. I... I guess I would probably take the Chargers by two at home in L.A., you know, but it's uh, I I can't wait for this matchup. This is going to be great. Absolutely. Outside of that, I'm kind of looking at these now. I mean, uh, Dolphins, Bucks, I think Bucks are going to win by 10 at at home. Jets, Falcons at the wash. They both suck, dude. That's going to be struggling for first downs. 
Eagles, Panthers, I think absolutely. Panthers take three at home. Saints, Redskins. Um, Saints, negative two and a half. I think that's right. Um, I will say, here's my bold take for the week. Although the Titans uh, are favorited four and a half, I think uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, blows up. I'm hoping he blows up with Marvin Jones on my team. But this is going to be an underdog and a take and something to look for for this uh, week moving forward. So uh, do you think uh, something similar, Zach, or are you in favor of uh, what Vegas has in, in place for us? Uh, I like all these lines. These are fine. Um, I think Washington football team has a chance here against the Saints as long as their defense can finally step up and stop Jameis Winston, which doesn't seem too difficult, but we've seen Washington not, not look that good this year on defense. Uh, it'll be this, Nate. Would you ever expect the Denver Broncos to be favored by one point against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh? You know, not not this year, but I'm just saying, like, if you heard that last year, the last six, seven years, you would be like, oh, what? What in the hell? Vegas does not like big buns. And uh, I it'd be hard. (laughs) The over-under is only 39 and a half. Like, that is insane. I would take the under and I would take the Broncos here. This is this is funny. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you're talking about a guy of Ben Roethlisberger's uh, history and, and what he's done in the league, um, he's, again, kind of seeing what Peyton Manning's seen his last season. Just he, He's not aware of what's going on. He, he doesn't look in shape. He's not playing like he's in shape. He's not making passes. He's tumbling around the field. I mean, it, it, they're, they're at a loss, man. You can't do anything without a, a decent quarterback that understands uh, you know, where he's even at. So um, no, to answer your question, I'll never see this in a million years. I think Broncos absolutely take this by a point and a half, and I think the under will hit. I agree with you there. All right. Well, you mentioned you're upset there with the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Titans. I like that pick um, in Florida there. That'll be a fun one. Uh, my upset is, is going to be the uh, Giants over the Cowboys. Uh, we've already talked about Daniel Jones. He's on a hot, hot, hot start here. I think Saquon is only going to keep getting better. And I do like Daniel Jones in this matchup. Now, Dallas, has a, their defense has looked a lot better this year. Zeke has been very good since that first week. Um, and I don't see how this is not going to be a, a high-scoring affair. Um, I think this is going to be a back-and-forth battle. The Cowboys are going to put up a lot of points. Uh, we do know that Dak's going to have to throw the ball this week. Um, and it's going to come down to whether or not the Giants can keep up. And I think they will. So I think this is going to be closer than a touchdown. I think this might be coming down to that last-minute drive. You know, Dak's got the ball. He's running down the field. Oh, C.D. Lamb. And then he, then he chucks the ball, and C.D. drops it, and then they lose. You know what I mean? Like, I think it'll be closer than seven. Will Dallas win? Probably. But I think it's going to be closer than that. So I would take the Giants here as my underdog. So the last thing I'll say, and we'll wrap up this podcast, uh, I know this just because Dan McKee is a Giants fan, but the Giants, um, there's some weird stat out there about them against the spread, man, but they always, they don't win the games, but I'll tell you what, they cover the spread. The seven-point favorite, I do take Cowboys, but I think Cowboys win by three or less. Um, You know, the Giants always kind of do miraculous things on defense. I think there is going to be a presence there, and I do. I think I think Danny Dimes sees an amazing game. I think Dan is going to be shocked to see that Daniel Jones scores 37 points. He's like, oh, it's not such a bad trade. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, the Giants are always one of those teams, like I said, just pick them. It's a touchdown. I think they're going to come out. So that is the uh, another upset I think will happen and uh, something to look forward to. So 
Yeah, and then my last note, the Sunday night football game. Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, this is going to be that uh, rematch from the championship game last year. I'm very, very excited for this. Don't ask me to pick a line because I have no idea where this game's going to go, but I do hope it's high scoring. Actually, I don't hope it's high scoring because Tyree Kill is boomer bust, and he's going to bust this week. How about that? Pack slap. Bam. So last thing I'll say here, um, I think the under is going to hit. Again, kind of a new approach I'm taking to betting. I, I'm picking kind of the um, the less popular opinion. So um, I, I do think this is a game you think, oh, no brain, it's going to be a shootout. But I honestly think this will be a low-scoring game. I think uh, it's going to be about, you know, 14-10 or somewhere along the lines of, you know, 17-13, something along those lines. So I think it's going to be a field goal kickoff. I think it's going to be a lot of defensive presence, a lot of turnovers. And I, I, I definitely think the under will hit in this matchup. So we'll see. I hope so, because when you're playing against Packslap, who is only two players, are Pat Mahomes and Tyree Kill. You know, I hope they suck. So we'll see, though. Anything else you want to add before we finish up? No, that's it. Um, I'm excited. This is going to be a decision week for a lot of teams. Um, Like I said, anyone on my team is up for trade. So send me something. I'm not going to listen to your bonehead, stupid-ass trade uh, requests so send me something that's worthwhile and maybe we can work something out so that's all i got we will see you guys on tuesday enjoy some football crack some beers open and uh relax r-e-l-a-x zach's gonna memorize that once the packers beat the Bengals. all right we'll see thanks guys we'll see you next week